0: No, I'm 15. No, I'm 15. No, I'm 15. There are ghosts around us all the time. Most of them, they can't hurt us. Most of them don't even want to hurt us. But there are exceptions. Bad tonight. Oh, bad? It's my professional opinion. We should get the hell out of here. Now. Only thing worse than being trapped in a house with a ghost. This house is not a house.
1: We're in the middle of a machine
0: powered by the dead. Is being trapped in a house with 13 ghosts. What? We got company. Where? I can't see. How close is it? Close enough to hurt you. Go, go, go.
1: 13 Ghosts episode is coming at you next. Here we go.
0: Yeah. Shit! Recording in progress.
1: Ask us to approve, uh, because this is gonna be listened to by our constituents at some point. Yes.
0: <clears much. throat> like, who's that man talking? Name? Did
1: you, by far, say the year? 19- <laughs> 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 talk like we're in the eighteen hundreds.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! That's so funny.
1: recall saying the name
0: <laughs> four scores and <in> seven <laughs> years. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Um, yeah. So,
1: thirteen ghosts. Uh huh. Yeah. How was your day? Uh, not bad, man. Just worked all day and then um Can went out know, with the fam for a little bit. Oh, it's cool. Where'd you, you? Oh, okay. Start? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nothing special. Went to Target. Oh, checked nice. out the Halloween section. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about that time.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, it was. You know, what's wh- one thing I'll say? A funny story that
0: happened today is
1: uh, there was another family in the Halloween section, right? Yeah, and my son Abe loves Halloween. He loves everything like pumpkins, skeletons. He just loves the holiday, and um, so he loves like looking at all that stuff. Yeah, and he's in the next aisle over with my wife Erica, looking at you know all the decorations and stuff, and he hears this little girl in the next aisle scream because she's scared, like really, really loud. Yeah, and super loud. They're like, oh shit! Now you know, I was like, everybody's looking, and the mom's like embarrassed and everything, and like, you know, it was, it was really funny, and I, I could hear Abe in the next aisle <laughs> like laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's such a
0: like boy thing to do you know dude this is, yeah. it's kind of like saying like mm-hmm, stupid little girl <laughs> it's it was just like what uh or even what like what did, like, like, did Eric say like did you hear
1: abe did you hear him laughing i was like it's just you know he's not scared but like i guess he gets a laugh out of people being scared there you know. go yeah
0: i mean it was,
1: it was yeah. funny man it was That's really so funny, funny dude yeah, so that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm I'm way a little ways away, like with the baby in the stroller. Yeah, so, like you know, I'm just kind of chilling in the next aisle over.
0: And yeah,
1: I could hear him laughing <laughs> like his little giggle. Like, this is
0: so funny, dude. <laughs> it's so that is really funny. It's you know, it's it's like he observed it and it was like, oh man, yeah, that girl. Uh, I, <laughs> I wish we got, got really it on scared. tape. <laughs> <Recorded> <laughs> That's it. true. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, so how's it going, man? Anything new this week? Happening? Anything, anything
0: new? I think. I mean, wait a minute.
1: What's the worst thing that happened to you this week? Remember we talked about this in the last episode. The worst thing that happened. Because the worst thing that happened to me last week was I drank that IPA. So then I was like, it's gonna
0: be a <laughs> new no question. I do have a new IPA for you to try, though. That's for sure. Okay. Um, I you know what? Think of anything at the? I'm trying to honestly. Yeah, I mean I i feel like i'm bragging but it's like it's been a really good week i can't think of anything that's, mm. bad that's happened i'm trying to think of something but nothing's coming to mind mm-hmm. i think my therapist would be proud about that so nice we'll at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's good man
0: that's good yeah nothing yeah.
1: inconsequential um yeah that's fine man it doesn't yeah, that's great mean, it should have like, been uh, anything bad that happened yeah oh, you mean like oh, worst I, thing you'd I, be like I, you're brushing your teeth and you realize the water got shut off or something stupid like that. Oh, and yeah. And, yeah.
0: You know, or like I, uh, I like overspent on Amazon like that. Maybe something <laughs> like that. I don't <laughs> Could know. Could be. Yeah. That's no, nothing uh, like that happened actually. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like thinking about it. So it'll good. probably come after me like once we stop recording. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, that's good. Yeah. Um, what about me? Anything? The worst thing that happened to me this week nothing i guess yeah not See? even that it wasn't that bad. right yeah <laughs> okay I, I ordered some some traps for because i have these chipmunks tearing up my yard like oh traps. Okay, yeah? yeah 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 i ordered up some, I ordered some traps right and then uh brand new out the box and i, I mean i caught i caught a couple chipmunks already they're out oh. are in chipmunk heaven chip and and uh the you worst thing them? Is, <laughs> it wasn't me it was the traps what <laughs> straps uh <laughs> but uh, one after one use broke so i had to send that back and get it replaced so that yeah. might be the worst thing to happen but you know what's even funnier is that after those I was like oh maybe i'm good now i look in the backyard and you know and just surveying the land and in the background i see another chipmunk running <laughs> like
0: ah <laughs> uh, yeah who knows how I, many are back there now. i don't know how many like like in the litter or whatever you want to call it so oh oh too uh, bad we don't have, too bad we don't have special K on here he's pretty he's pretty much an expert on chickens I was be, I, be an expert <laughs> on chipmunks
1: <laughs> okay I had I did some research right because I, there was holes popping up all over my yard and then yeah I you know I finally caught them coming out of one of the burrows they call yeah you know, they call them burrows and I do some research and they can dig burrows as deep as 32 feet what under the- yeah underground
0: yeah you got a whole army so,
1: so it just it looks bad too though like in in you know in your yard in the grass it's yeah. just all of a sudden you have holes starting to pop up and i have little kids so yeah. they like to run around i don't want their foot to get stuck in there and then you know they twist their ankle or something bad yeah, yeah. well
0: that's
1: true yeah and and that just looks bad too so mm. i had to be proactive and do something about it and uh yeah I was go. like, it was either this or drowning them. People were talking about doing a bucket where you fill it up with seeds, and they uh, they see it as like a flat plane, so they go and jump in the bucket, but they actually jump in to drown. So I thought that was like worse, you know? Yeah, like the animal they're drowning.
0: So. I know it's true. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. interesting how like you were like, hey, look, there's there's holes. Like obviously, I don't want my kids to be like running around or Abe running around, and, you know, and get his foot trapped or whatever. But then you're like, it just looks bad. You know, when you look at your yard, you're like, what? This looks bad. You know, and you start to think about like fixing the yard. <laughs> like priorities <Yeah>. change. <laughs>
1: when you're a kid, you're just going to stick a bunch of damn sticks down there. and be like, hey, look, I got more sticks. Let's see how many we can get in there. But yeah, exactly. We, yeah. Yeah.
0: We now you're like, stuff. damn, what can I get at Home Depot to fix this shit? Yeah, yeah
1: dude. And then um, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I will say this before the animal rights people come after me. Oh. I did save a rabbit. Uh, The other day that fell into a well, um, one of the window wells. Okay. There you go. Yeah. I felt like I equaled out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. You bounced it out. The universe bounced it out. I could have left them down there, but I saved them and let them out.
0: Oh, I got What? how how big was the rabbit? Like, you know,
1: uh it... you know what? I actually think that video is available on our TikTok at the No Fifteen Allcast. So if you go to the TikTok, I think I uploaded it there. Oh, did you really? Where I saved the rabbit.
0: Check that out. Talk that. about
1: an interactive moment.
0: Caesar humanitarian, you know, just <laughs> loving animals and nature and everything, you know? Well, you know. While I talk about murdering chipmunks, I save a rabbit. That's know. true. That's true. Yeah. Well, you know. That's all. That's all life goes. Sometimes it's because you're taking care of your yard. Let's be honest. You're taking care of your yard.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, gotta try. Um. All right. So <laughs> let's kick it off with our uh, what are you watching segment.
0: Now play. Now play. Motion picture. Motion picture. Now play. Now play. Motion picture. Motion picture. Now play. Now play. What are you Ocean picture, motion picture. picture. What are you watching? Now play at a motion picture theater near you. What's he watching now?
1: yeah um and if i didn't make it clear enough before this is the no all 15 all cast and uh as i said you can follow us on twitter and instagram before at the no 15 all cast so uh before we jump into uh the movie we're covering tonight we're going to talk about what are we watching uh oscar
0: uh you know you asked me earlier you're like hey did anything bad happen nothing bad happened i haven't seen anything new man (laughs) i haven't seen it that's the bad thing you know a little smack on the hand you know uh i'm still getting through i'm still pushing through um uh it's it's always sunny in philadelphia still pushing through my go-to show um but yeah i haven't i haven't watched anything like new and um but and i think you have though i'm sure you have
1: uh yeah i caught up a couple of things um show wise I caught up with season two of the Wu Tang and American Saga, the Hulu Mm -hmm. series. Mm -hmm. And as simple as an explanation, and as I can put it, if you grew up in the 90s, you should be watching this show. Okay. Because everybody pretty much discovered Wu Tang in the 90s at some point, and it was everywhere. And it's crazy to see how that all uh, comes together a little bit more so in this second season uh as a, as opposed to the first season but it, it is a good show it's a really good drama and um i think the actors portraying the the real life counterparts are are doing a good job so it's it's something uh really cool to see
0: nice is that on what what network is that on is
1: that hulu hulu yeah it's hulu hulu
0: yeah. hulu but it's not fx though right like it's not on cable like it's uh, only through hulu yeah
1: right? i think it's only through hulu okay so i don't cool. the first four episodes um are available okay by the time um i did want to preface this for our listeners that whenever you do hear one of our episodes and kind of one of our things in the podcast um that we understand that not everybody has time to see stuff right away all the time um you know it's something we me and oscar have talked about a lot and That's one of our goals is to share that with people because not even us, we don't even get to see everything right away all the time. Like Oscar just said, like he hasn't been able to see anything new. So um, whenever you do hear this, it's always a suggestion, uh, whatever we say, especially in our whatever we watching segment. So it's just something I wanted to put out there.
0: I mean, like, yeah, I I totally agree with that. I mean, you know, uh, trying to get rid of chipmunks in the backyard. So I, I don't really have like another excuse, like a yard excuse or I live in an apartment. So I don't even have to mow my own lawn. You know, but uh, yeah, they're these suggestions. So, and, and uh, just things that we are like checking out, or enjoying, or following up on. So, yeah, give them a shot. If not, it's all good.
1: Yes, sir. Um, and then the new show, uh, Why the Last Man? That's right. Really good, man. Uh, so far, yeah. Uh, put out a little blurb on our um, on our Twitter about it. That's right. Uh, and it's very a very excellent show. The characters uh, that are being developed in the first couple of episodes, the story. Um, you know, the challenges that they're all facing and the expectations that they're facing. Uh, I think it just those things alone, even without getting into the whole dynamic of an end of a end of the world, you know, apocalyptic event, basically, which Mm -hmm. occurs um, should be enough to bring you to watch the show. You know, having that science fiction factor in there, if you're a fan of sci-fi, you're going to love it too. Yeah. Just because of the mystery of it. So, I think, nice I think it's definitely got a good uh, foundation so far
0: and then on the i believe it was released on the 13th of september did they did they release just one episode or did they release a few episodes
1: just one i think
0: just just one, one. oh okay yeah okay. so it's, it's like a week-to-week thing yeah okay. yeah cool all right well i'm glad i mean yeah i mean it's exciting to, to know that that's uh been released um so yeah, I'll definitely, I definitely want to be checking that one out. That's for sure. So i will definitely gonna be watching that. Did you, did you read it at all? I read. I only read up through. I think. I don't know how many volumes total volumes for the trades, but I think I got up to volume six. So I'm still not all the way through. But uh, yeah, but I, I remember the first time my friend was like, here, here's the first trade, and I was like, all right, cool, whatever. And then like the next day, I was like, yo, what other one do you have? because the first one already he's like oh is that mm-hmm. good i'm like yeah it's really good and then like the next night i just like plowed through them you know because we were just like it was just a really good story just a great story so uh yeah i think i only got up to like volume six and then i didn't i didn't follow, i didn't pick up after that but yeah man it's a really really good story so i'm looking forward to see like how the translation goes from from comic mm. to to like tv you know but from yeah, what you but, said it be interesting yeah it'll it be just,
1: interesting yeah to see your take on it because i never read it I, I always heard about it i always wanted to yeah I never got around to it but then you know i was like well let me just jump in the show because i know you had you had mentioned that you had read it before and oh yeah so that, that's kind of a reason why um i checked it out
0: yeah and then did you see who liked the the tweet that the tweeted uh the thread tweet that you put out for the why the last man it's one of the producers of like the fx shows
1: what no yeah dude
0: yeah i think she i think she produced uh the she produced that show and then she produced um what's the one about uh, monica lewinsky like great whatever oh the called. impeach impeached impeached yeah. yeah i mean she's connected nice. to it so i was like oh snap
1: awesome dude yeah dude uh, that's
0: always cool a little pat on the back like, yo thanks mm-hmm. appreciate Thank that you. yeah <laughs> Wait, uh, uh, <laughs> you gotta read. Listeners can't see it, t-rex. but like, oh T Rex, I'm like, what are you doing? Instead of a crossing over your body and like you taking your right arm and, and patting your left shoulder, you, you no, you gotta do it you take your right hand. Oh, okay, right, <laughs> right hand, right T Rex.
1: <laughs> that it's irony in there on purpose because a T Rex can't do really much with his arms. So when you said pat your, you know, pat yourself on the back, it's like, yeah,
0: okay. oh yeah, just right here. That's all I can do. All right. that means they can't probably do high fives then probably right can they no probably not
1: high threes i think they only had like three like three hey hey semantics (laughs) at this point you know whatever (laughs) (laughs) give me three bro (laughs) i can't this is as high as i can go (laughs) it's like it's like this (laughs) (laughs) and i'm just putting up three fingers towards the screen so um yeah Cool man. Uh, any movies at all besides what we we're talking about tonight?
0: Like as far as any new movies that I've seen or, or what?
1: Yeah, in general or anything? No,
0: nothing, dude. I'm telling you. Like I'm I'm just out of it right now. Like my TV is like, "Hey, come, you know, come, come turn me on" or something like that. It's kind of weird, but whatever. Uh yeah, so I haven't really I've been I haven't, been, done, I haven't uh, been diving into that stuff. Just getting ready for the podcast, really. So.
1: Mm, okay, cool.
0: Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I actually watched uh, The New Candyman tonight I had enough time to sneak it in there Before we uh, did our session uh, Me and my Ooh. wife got to see it Because the kids were asleep So we're like yo you know, What can we fit in in this little time frame And it was just enough time um, Yeah and it's, you know, it's a really fun movie man I think um, it doesn't Tarnish the legacy of the original And the way right. they um, Use the story uh, From the original to kind of continue The story mm-hmm. uh, is really cool the acting is pretty solid. Uh, the effects are solid and the way they incorporate some of the mythology is really cool to see too throughout the film. Mm. So okay. uh, I just say that it's, it's definitely worth a watch, um, especially right now with the ha- Halloween season coming up or yeah. when you listen to us, you'll probably be right in the middle of it. So definitely check it out if you haven't seen it yet.
0: Okay. Yeah. And you're, <clears throat> you're a horror fan. So like you, the fact that you're approving it or at least say, Hey, it's a fun movie. Like, I know. I, I mean, I trust you with that. So that's good to hear. Um, and now that you bring it up, I just realized I just saw the first Candyman like like Labor Day weekend. Oh, wow. The really? First time ever. Yeah. Wow. For, for like with like a couple of friends of mine that you know, we used to do like a lot of movie nights when we were like uh, in our first job out of college and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, dude, I really enjoyed that. Like the it's first awesome. Candyman is good. Mm-hmm. Like just the mystery of it all and yeah it kind of gave me a little bit of like the same type of feeling like when i watched the fly i was like i just don't want this to mm. end you know like this is mm-hmm. really good like what what is what's the mystery behind all this stuff what's gonna happen next um so yeah so but uh definitely like if you haven't seen Candyman or you, you haven't seen in a while definitely revisit that you know because i was just like wow like i can't believe i put this movie off for such a long time so
1: yeah it's very uh that movie is the original is very enthralling even though the uh, soundtrack to the original just pulls you in to that whole, env- true. the the ambiance and the environment of that film, yeah pulls you into it, and uh you'll see a Chicago that doesn't exist anymore, really. Uh, That's true. You know, Cabrini Green and the way it was, and they kind of you know infer in the new film a lot mm-hmm. of like of how things used to be. Um,
0: ah, okay, okay.
1: So it's kind of yeah. cool. Kind of
0: cool. Yeah, I will have to like. Well, I'll have, I like to talk to you about that movie the first Candyman just because it's like uh it, like I said it's it's one of those movies where for me it's just like okay this mm-hmm. isn't just to me this isn't just like a horror film you know there's a lot there's a lot of other things that are happening that I'm kind of observing yeah, and I'm yeah. just like mm, is it does it mean anything does it not mean anything you know so but it would be cool to kind of see what your take on it is yeah I think
1: I think it's based loosely on a Clive Barker short story uh oh. if I'm not mistaken so uh, High Barker is the same guy that, uh, you know, came up with Hellraiser. Uh, so, that's a whole, you know, a lot of his, I think any, uh, there's also a series on Hulu uh, that's based on another one of his short stories. Um, huh, okay. That, so he's, he's a pretty prolific horror writer. Uh,
0: Got it. I don't okay. know if he would
1: like that, like us to use the term horror writer, but uh, I guess a writer of the macabre. I'll be a little more.
0: What's that? What's the macabre thing? What is that?
1: A little bit dark, mysterious, um, otherworldly Uh, things of that nature.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Okay. I was like, "Take me to school, bro." (laughs) (laughs) The 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 literal translation definition is disturbing and horrifying because of involvement with or depiction of injury or death. So that's macabre.
0: Got it. Okay. Okay.
1: And some people might say macabre. The way it's spelled. So.
0: uh Would you say he's more in alignment with like a more like a Stephen King kind of writer then, or is Stephen King like completely different?
1: Um, I feel like I could easily see for me like
0: Candyman would seems like a. Yeah. I, I feel
1: like Stephen King, Clive Barker, and even John Carpenter could could all be in the same room passing the same peace pipe around smoking it because. They would all probably appreciate each other's work, you know? Okay. Um, Okay. So yeah, definitely, man. Definitely one of those icons in horror. uh, Okay. You could say.
0: Nice.
1: Um, Yeah. And you know what else is funny is that uh, Candyman was in our, you know, survey against this movie and a couple other movies for the ghost episode. So. ah didn't make it it didn't make it, it, didn't make
0: it. You, and you know what that, though like I think it's because for one I was like nah but then like I, I think but when I voted I voted and then I saw the movie because uh, mm-hmm. my friend wanted to do to do like there's like since so there's three of us he's like hey we should each host and then we should have a different horror movie for each host so the mm-hmm. first one was candyman so we're trying to figure out what the next two are um, mm-hmm. if, if that could happen who knows um, but um yeah, my friend's a big, he's a big horror movie fan. So uh, he has like a list and everything. And he's, I mean, he started watching them like September 1st. <laughs> you know, you know? Nice. Like, he's like, hey. Yeah. And it was like, and it was like 1130 at night. He was gonna start my first one at midnight. I'm like, hey, do you do you, you know? So <laughs> what is it? <laughs> you do you.
1: Nice. All right. Well, you know what? that's awesome definitely uh check out Candyman if you haven't seen the original and check out the new one and uh as as i said recommending uh the wu-tang uh an american saga tv show on hulu and also uh why the last man so um let's run into our segment nostalgia
0: doc i'm from the future I came here in a time machine that you invented. Now I need your help to get back to the year. Back to the back to the back to the back to the year.
1: The year is 2001.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy.
1: We uh, survived Y2K. We survived Y2K. Yeah, we, we did. We did. <laughs> uh, and it's uh, 13 Ghosts for this uh, volume two of our Halloween horror season uh, series. And we're talking about ghosts. Um, And yeah, we all chose this movie, 13 Ghosts. So uh, before we get into the details and what we thought about the film, uh, Oscar and me will give you some of the uh, background info. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So film 13 Ghosts, Uh, the director of the film was Steve Beck. He also directed Ghost Ship. Uh, He did more notable work in visual effects for The Hunt for Red October. Indiana Jones and the last crusade. And uh, I thought this was an interesting factoid and I put it in there about, you know, he worked for ILM for quite a few years. So uh, if you don't know who ILM is, uh, you probably don't watch any movies with special effects that are really, really good in them. (laughs) You live Uh, in a bubble. (laughs) Pioneers. They're pioneers at ILM. So Uh, so that's pretty cool to know about the director Uh, this was written by rob white the original uh, writer of the original 13 ghosts Um, he also wrote the house on haunted hill homicidal it's interesting to me that he did a he gets a writing credit for this film Um, Hmm. i'm not sure if he actually wrote the film because i believe the screenplay was written by a couple other gentlemen i'll mention their names now but it's just really interesting to me because it's They only really use certain details from the original 13 Ghosts.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: So, um, but like uh, I was going to mention, the screenplay was written by Richard Diovido. I think that's how you say his name. Uh, Yeah. He also wrote The Call and Neil Marshall Stevens, whose most notable work has been with the Puppet Master films. Uh, He's done the last couple of Puppet Master films, I think, that came out like 2017, 2018. Okay. Yeah. And that's uh, some of the info on the director and writers.
0: Right, right, right.
1: And uh, the budget was $42 million, mm-hmm. and the box office was $68.5
0: And then, uh, yeah, well, that's good. I mean, it made some money, so that's good, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, moving on to like the main players in the film. We have Pony Shalhoub, who plays Ther Kritikos. I'll just say Kritikos. <laughs> I'm sure I'm probably <laughs> not saying that right. Uh, he's also seen in the show Monk, Men in Black, galaxy quest uh he was in Teenage Ninja Turtles as Splinter uh, from 2014 and then most recently The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel which is a really funny and good show if you haven't checked it out uh then there's of course Shannon Elizabeth she plays Kathy Kritikos also seen in American Pie Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back scary movie and most recently seen in the sequel Jay and Silent Bob reboot uh, then we have Matthew Lillard who plays Dennis Rafkin, also seen in Scream, SLC Punk, Scooby Doo, and most recently in the that Oh look at this! we have a little hodgepodge here. We have a it's called a Recall. It's a reboot/sequel. Mm-hmm. slash sequel. He's all that from this year of 2021. And then mm-hmm. we have F Murray Abraham. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, Cyrus Kritikos. Uh, also seen in Amadeus, Scarface, The Grand Budapest Hotel. And as one of our favorites in Mythic Quest as C.W. Longbottom. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. she's so funny. And Embeth, De- um, oh wait, there's Embeth Davids. I'll just say Davids. She um, plays Ka- Kalina Oretzia. Man, these names. Where do they get these names from? Uh, (laughs) Hey, you know, I didn't write the story. Uh, Also seen in Schindler's List, Matilda. Oh, that's right. She was not Matilda. The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. That was a remake from 2011. And most recently in M. Night Shyamalan's film, which was released this year, 2021.
1: Yeah. I want to see that, by the way. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Cool beans. So... Uh, it's time for our. Dun, 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 dun. What do we call this? Wheel names? Wheel names?
0: It's the Wheel of Names, which basically wheel. means you get chosen. You have to do this, you know, retell the synopsis of the movie within 30 seconds. And then, of course, Caesar always throws in a left, you know, like a surprising <laughs> way of doing this. All we know, we, you know, we might have uh, they got a sock puppet and be like hey this is the name of the movie <laughs> <laughs> ah,
1: be anything
0: <laughs> all right <laughs>
1: that is a good idea we can use sock puppets for a tiktok i like that uh all right
0: today one of these lucky contestants will win right here on wheel of name
1: Yeah, wow. everybody's cheering. That cheering crowd before. was
0: like really into it this time, you know?
1: Yeah, man. So, since it's just me and Oscar, uh, you know, to keep it, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Copacetic. Mm. Keep it copacetic. Okay. And it's the same one as last week.
0: Well, oh, we're playing. Oh, yeah. I better get my revenge. Paper, rock, scissors. That's Right. So, uh,
1: yeah, best two out of three wins this, and uh, the loser has to do the 30-second challenge. And <laughs> um, <clears throat> by the way, just wanted to mention, uh, as of today, the Wheel of Names standings, which we'll post at the end of the season to see who had to do the most 30-second challenges this right. uh, year. Uh, Oscar is actually in first place with nine.
0: <laughs> And I haven't been on for a good while, for a good hot minute. You know what I mean? <laughs> so at some point, it was just not good for you, dude. No, it wasn't.
1: It wasn't. Um, That's okay. Yeah, it's all good. So, you know, everyone will catch up on this one at some point, you know? Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah. So tell me when to spin it, and I'll spin it so you don't think I'm cheating and looking at a certain...
0: <laughs> That's think, true. You could yeah. be just playing like last week's video. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I should have done that. Oh. Jesus, I
1: didn't think about that. See, look at that. You lost, lost uh, out.
0: You lost out. No, now I know I'm what gonna I'm gonna, gonna do next time. I'm gonna. I'm manifesting that it's gonna be you. Spin okay. Here it. we go. Spin it.
1: No whammies. No whammies. No whammies.
0: Oh, Oscar won the first one. Yes, paper beats rock, bitch. Yeah.
1: Alright, alright.
0: Uh
1: come on, lucky seven. Let's go. Here goes uh round number two. Oscar's up one enough.
0: There we go. That's out of three. Oh get it, get it, get it, get it. Oh, oh, I still one. Cool. You still won, okay. Yay, it's one one. One one. <laughs> Do I have that? Because you got like two pie. Pieces right next to each other, that both of you win. Do oh, I have uh, that too? Yeah, uh, yeah, you do right here. Okay, okay, all I, right, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah, right there. Got it. All right, rolling with the punches. Oh yeah. my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait! Ah! Yes, yeah. I win.
1: I win. Yeah, you won. You won. Nice. Dude, All that right. was So close.
0: Like it barely got over that line.
1: So we're tied again at the top of the standings because I have to do the thirty-second challenge, uh, th- and that's perfectly fine. Uh, I got a little break from it. I got a little pr- reprieve from thirty-second challenge. So, uh, let's see. I'm going to. I have the clock here ready. Uh, thirty-second challenge for thirteen ghosts. I just need a countdown. Uh, three, two, one.
0: Three two one
1: t minus 30 seconds okay 13 ghosts um is about a family that has gone through some personal tragedy that all of a sudden it seems like they have a uh gift from above uh they're going to get into a new home and a fortune and things end up not being what they seem because There looks to be some other motive with ghosts involved and some treachery by some other family member. That's all I got.
0: All right. Look at that. and Within time, too. So there you go. Uh, I like how you're like, gift from above? (laughs) Are you coding scripture now? (laughs) stop it. No, it's all good. It's all good.
1: Yeah, I try to not do, uh, you know, get too much into the details of it, but at least kind of give a little bit of a story, I guess.
0: No. You, yeah, that's good. It's good. But yeah, man, what do you think about 13 Ghosts? You know, this is um, yeah. Yeah. This is the first time <laughs> that I saw this movie. What? Um, the very first time? The very first time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know wow. me, man Yeah. Okay. I, I, the okay. reason why I voted for her is because I was like, oh, Matthew Lillard, Lillard. Like, let's let's see what this guy is doing in this movie. You know, type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah. And so, you know, I going back to early 2000s, you know, I guess there was a part of me that's like, all right, well, you know, what can we expect here? You know, um, mm-hmm. I do like that this movie is a little bit of a time capsule when it comes to like the fashion and stuff like that. So, oh, yeah. Uh, and especially in one instance where like you see uh, Matthew Lillard's character, um, Dennis he's like trying to sneak in remember like when you see him this is after they get the house and he's like playing the electrician and then he like takes off the orange jumpsuit and he's got like this laser on with this red i don't know i don't think it's a silk shirt but the collar is outside the lapels are open yeah yeah yeah. and so so i was just like man i remember that when everybody was wearing that stuff um but overall i thought it was like i think what keep what this what like what's good about this movie is practical effects like if you love practical effects, if you love makeup and stuff like that, and uh, definitely has like um, some some good practical effects here. And then, um, you know, I didn't really find this movie to be like scary at all, in my opinion, it wasn't scary. I think this is a movie more about like, how can we kind of shock you and surprise you with the deaths and the, and the way that they die, the way mm. that the characters die. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of like what really kept me intrigued and like one like me trying to figure out this movie, what this was about was more about like the just the mystery behind everything like the mystery mm-hmm. of the house you know mm-hmm. what kind of ghosts are going to come out you know and then you have all these characters who like um they seem to have the answers or they're trying to figure something out and you don't know their motives yet so not all, not all of this stuff is revealed until like later in the film but um, <clears throat> yeah it was actually a little bit more surprising then uh in the sense that like okay this is this is not too bad uh it's not a great film to be honest um mm. but it is it is still an enjoyable film the, the scare scenes and stuff like that and then like the mystery behind it but you know getting to like the end of the film i was just like oh it's like one of these movies where um basically like you know someone like you know, the the main character the dad who's Arthur kind of kind of has to like learn this lesson and then it's all of a sudden kind of like a little bit of a heartfelt message or heartfelt story about you know saving the people that he loves and stuff so i was just like ah okay it's, I, I i get that but that was the one thing that kind of did in a sense like let me down you know because mm-hmm. i felt like the mystery behind everything was really interesting but then it, it, it kind of ends like that and i guess it's all right but
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: not not too bad not too bad i mean you know for for what for the time and for the characters and you not the greatest dialogue um but i do believe that uh in my opinion is it maggie the uh, the nanny mm-hmm. uh i think she's got data. like some of the, yeah <laughs> i think she's got like some of the funniest lines in the movie it's like super funny to me uh mm-hmm. so yeah yeah what do you think uh yeah
1: man i'm i've um i've been a fan of this movie for a long time it is like uh you're saying like a time cap so it is like it feels like it's in the 90s even though it came out in 2001 but it's like that weird period of time where like you went that transition from the 90s to the 2000s you know um but you still had some of that same style like like uh yeah matthew litter totally looks like he could have been in the club with the, the butabi brothers from you know at the roxbury so yeah it's totally like that look from the 90s um but i think the coolest thing about this film is probably just the mythology that they use in the film oh, and yeah. the the way they you know kind of frame the characters so it's almost like a who's who oh, in a way of ghosts, like mm. know, put it out there. And I think that's probably like the cool part. And that's I've seen franchises start from much less than what they did in this movie. Mm. You know, as far as like the, the actual work that they went into to develop a backstory for these characters was kind of cool. Um, it's not scary. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not scary. And I think a lot of people, if you watch film and you look for certain things in film, you you kind of get the tropes and the things that are used often in like horror films and scary movies and things of that nature um so it is i don't i don't think it's scary i think you won't get like jump scared maybe so much from this film but the situation is what's probably more more uh terrifying than anything else which is being stuck in a place and not really knowing why you're there uh, and, huh. and that's probably part, yeah. part of the mystery, you know. And you, yeah. you're, you're under the impression that this is a luxurious home. And there's so many treasures inside. Uh, they're in a situation where they need money and they're like, okay, we're finally going to get out of it. Yeah. And really, it just turns to shit because, you know, the person uh, behind everything, our beloved CW, uh, F. Murray <laughs> Abraham, is just, yeah. uh, for lack of a better word, a piece of shit <laughs> in this movie. <laughs> for yeah. what he does to people he, he is he's very uh, conniving very treacherous um you know and and probably bad writing uh, that's part because he is those things but you really don't know what his end game is like what the motive is other than to build something and see what happens you yeah know? so all those things said um I would still love to see another part of this movie or oh, okay. maybe either a reimagining or a sequel, because I mm. think those characters are really cool that they used uh, in the mm-hmm. movie as far as the
0: ghosts and stuff. OK, that's what I was going to ask you, like the characters being like the the 12 ghosts right right like yep. yeah yeah because there, there's one thing we we're mentioning like the the backstory like that there's one prop that's like really cool it's the book that contains all right. like the the history of these you know and they all mm-hmm. represent some some sort of fate or whatever it's like the you know the what was it like the angry prince or whatever or and then there was like a princess in there um mm-hmm. then there was like the obviously uh, one, of the, one of the early characters in, in the movie becomes one of the ghosts and then um so yeah Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think for me, like, yeah, the, another thing that I do, like, is just like the movie props. Like I said, this is part of the practical effects and stuff. So, yep. um, but yeah. Okay. All right. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. I'll run through the ghosts real quick. So they had uh, the firstborn son, which was a little kid with the arrow through his head. Yeah. Uh, they yeah. had uh, the torso, which is kind of self-explanatory. The torso that was kind of crawling on the floor. Yeah. Uh, the bound woman. Uh, the withered lover, which was his wife, uh, yeah, got burned. Um, the torn prince, do with the bat, uh, the angry princess, the naked chick walking around with a butcher's knife, I think. Right. Uh, the pilgrimess, she was kind of like one of those old school torture devices. Uh, yeah, you know. And then the great child and the dire mother, which was like the big, really big dude yeah. in a diaper and uh, the old-looking lady. That was weird. You know. Like- yeah, the hammer which was one of the coolest characters in there, the Jackal and the Juggernaut. Mm -hmm. And then um, the Broken Heart. So the, I will say this, and me and my wife had a discussion about the dire mother, like how the word usage was there. I was like, what makes her dire? Mm -hmm. You know, I was trying to figure that out, but then you get too deep in thought about something that's inconsequential. So, Uh, Uh. (laughs) um, but yeah, those are all the ghosts. Um, I had a top three of the coolest characters I thought out of those ghosts. Yeah, I don't know if you if you had uh, what what you might think were the coolest mm. looking ones. The coolest looking ones,
0: <clears throat> I'd have to say whatever that dude who had like all like the nails or whatever like the hammer. It. Yeah. it was a hammer that one, and then uh, what was it? What's the last ghost? Tall ghost. The That's Juggernaut. Super... Yeah, the Juggernaut, and then mm-hmm. probably probably the kid just because like that makeup <laughs> the arrow like coming right yeah it, I'm, just, I'm just like dang like that's, that's done really well so i'd say those three are probably my favorites cool what are yours
1: you- um yeah i'm with you i'm with the, those two I, I like the hammer and the jet uh the juggernaut and the jack yeah. was my favorite the the one that looks like they're it got like a metal thing opening up and they're just kind
0: oh of, uh, okay
1: they actually grabbed shannon and elizabeth in the house and dragged her oh okay to, uh, that's uh, the one of, like four.
0: scratches right like yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay. I thought that yeah,
0: was yeah. crazy looking,
1: but yeah, they, they, like we said, they get stuck in this place. Um, right. what'd you think about the story? Like other than it's not the best, uh, dialogue in there. Did any of it work for you at all?
0: I think like, like I said, I think that what worked was in the sense of kind of revealing, like as the story progressed, you know, like, and en- these characters entering and then kind of, um, progressing through the house and kind of find a little bit more i thought it was good in how you were given little by little information Mm -hmm. um but as far as like did it work like i said i think the only problem i have with that is it's just like the end part like the end of the film where you have Mm -hmm. uh, arthur just you know in a sense kind of doing this yeah he just shows up you know as like Mm -hmm. he's he's meant to be and and the reason for that is because like you know early in the film you know he loses his wife in a fire and so he's mm-hmm. pretty much a single dad with two kids and he's obviously not dealing with the um the death and the loss of his wife so he's kind of lost he's he's, he's a lost man at this moment he doesn't have any drive he's not really doing much you know they've hired a nanny to to kind of you know uh, share the responsibilities and stuff like that so um i, I agree with you about like the the motive behind cyrus i don't think that's really fully explained early on i think it's not explained until what's that girl that um oh kalina she's the one who like kind of rescues like yeah she shows up out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and then then Arthur's like how did you get in here you know Mm -hmm. uh and she's like oh like i just kind of slipped through um so she kind of has a little bit kind of the backstory and stuff and she kind of does explain that you know like the bad guy and everything and then she points to Dennis well Dennis and Cyrus basically didn't didn't Cyrus pick uh Arthur's wife like to steal yes. so like but well, that was yeah. that was a big that was like a big twist I was yeah. like what the heck that so now dirty, you, man yeah now you have like Dennis and then uh Arthur kind of like at odds with each other it Didn't last too long because they had to end up working her, you know but uh yeah. it definitely is it it was definitely a nice kind of like monkey wrench thrown into the story. I was like, oh, snap. I did not even think about that. You think it's kind of like this unfortunate circumstance when you realize this was planned.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's something um, I caught now that I watched it again Uh Uh, on the rewatch. And I was like, "Okay, this is probably the only clue and the only way you'll figure out that something is off. To me was when they show Shannon Elizabeth's character in the bathroom right mm-hmm. and she's putting mm-hmm. on like perfume like why is there perfume in the house like huh. why is there nice like you know what feminine products i guess you could say yeah, in yeah. The house in the in the bathroom unless there's another you know a woman living there too okay <clears throat> and on the rewatch i was like okay so now like i get i get it like why like you know it's a twist at the end but really like if you've seen this movie once you'll understand like okay they put this there like maybe as a clue something else is going on here Um, so
0: yeah so are you saying that like because there was like like the perfume and stuff? are you saying that the mom ghost was like kalina the one that's with oh you're right you're right oh i see
1: what you're saying i
0: see what you're saying yes yes yeah yeah. that's actually a good point yeah yeah like she was just in the house the whole time and she
1: knew and she knew where everything was too like
0: ah, uh, oh, we got to yeah. go to the
1: library through here. Like, wh- where did she get a map? Like, to go like figure out how to go walk around the house. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just it was a little bit too convenient, I guess. No, uh, it's
0: true. that's true. Yeah, it's a good point. It's good observation. Yeah. Um,
1: okay. But that, yeah, that's something you probably only catch on a rewatch. Like you'd be like, okay, like I get it now. Now I'm like, why do they show this? Yeah. And I think a lot of this film is predicated on the weight of the effects and. Um, that's probably why this film sticks out still why a lot of like horror uh fans still love it just because of the way mm-hmm. you know the ghosts kind of carry the story yeah and to think that essentially cyrus's character only built this house and caught these ghosts to open a portal to hell with no reason as to why like i know kalina kind of says it's supposed to be like a look into the future like okay what is it like back to the future or you're gonna like try to bet on some games gambling wise you trying to make money off of this like what's the point i think Um, she just makes the only gripe i have
0: yeah i think she makes a reference to basically saying like he'll be the most powerful man in the world and so Mm. i mean if it's about power it's like okay you know but we never get a i guess a preview of that power if that makes sense you know what i mean like we don't know really what's at stake so yeah. like it's kind of like it's very ambiguous as to like how powerful could he be? You know, it's really only left up, left up to our imagination, And, you know. Um, but yeah, I think that's where it kind of like you're right, it just kind of falls flat on that on that aspect. Yeah. So, but yeah. So definitely, this film is if you're a fan of effects
1: and you know creepy, scary-looking characters, you'll like yeah. it. Um, did you have any favorite? Like kill scenes or moments like that that happened uh, in the movie.
0: um <clears throat> It's funny you mentioned that. That was like one of my questions too. um I'd have surprised me. It's um, the one from it, glass door, like comes oh, together. Okay. It's like mm-hmm. split, like in half, but not. I don't know how to. I don't know how to. It's like parallel to his body, basically. So like it just cuts him right down the middle, you know. And so like he slides the lawyer, off. Right? Yeah. The and I slot his front half off and then you see like the back half, like the inside of of, of his, you know, body, and then it's just stay just stuck there. You're like, wow, like I've never seen anything like that before. Um so yeah, I would have to say that's probably the one that was that stood out to me.
1: Alright, cool. Yeah.
0: Did that one, one yeah, it ca-
1: yeah, it definitely did. Uh that one does catch you off guard. Um I'll I'll say kind of following up on what you said, that when I saw it this time with my wife, I was like, yo, so uh those doors had to be sharp, right, too? Because, like, you know, if they were blunt, I don't know. if it, <laughs> Wouldn't he just, I know. like, got crushed or something? Well, it's a movie. I get it. it you know, I'm just yeah. thinking too much into it. But I just look over at her and say dumb shit like that sometimes. Shouldn't it, you think it was sharp? It was like, glass sharp glass doors? Um, yeah. Like, that one catches like, you. <laughs> yeah.
0: It must have closed really fast. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: super fast. It's like super um, fast. And, yeah, he's carrying money at that time, too, so... Uh, uh there's something later in that film that you know i i'll go back to but um for me the favorite my favorite uh probably messed up sequence is um matthew lillard getting got by like the two hammer and juggernaut it's like really bad like yeah he's getting pounded by the hammer dude and then he falls into the room with the juggernaut guy and the juggernaut guy basically like Guys, looks like he's eight feet tall, like, lifts him up, smashes him on the ceiling, and then breaks his back on, like, a pillar. And you actually yeah. see it, like, like yeah. bends, and then he falls. And I'm like, oh, man, that was really bad.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember seeing that. And I was just like, dang, he just, like, split him in half from over, like, the corner of the, the, the wall or whatever. Yeah. Um And it's just like, my goodness. And, the, yeah, to me, like, that was, like, that was, like, a really sad moment in the movie. Because, like, I like... I like Matthew Lillard just in general, like as a, you know, as an actor and, mm-hmm. and like, I thought his character was, he, in my opinion, was like, there was a little bit of good in him, even in the beginning where he was just kind of skeptical about like mm-hmm. what Cyrus was doing. So I feel mm-hmm. like he, he knew like the, the responsibility he had as whatever, um, you know, whatever powers he had, I guess he's, he's able to like, if he touches a, a person, he's able to kind of see like the past or right. the history of the pain. And so I, he understands like the responsibility. And so he in a sense, he actually wants to help Arthur, you know, yeah. even though he was in there for his own under his own agenda. Um, and so I feel like he's the one that has the, the first transformation as a character, in my opinion. So yeah, but, uh, it was sad. I was like, oh, man, you know, yeah. And then uh, what, what did you think when he came back? Like later in the film, like Matthew uh, Dennis, you know, like what? What did you think? 'Cause like, there's Arthur and he's like contemplating like what to do, do next and then you kind of just see Dennis like just chilling there. His
1: ghost, yeah, shows yeah. up. Yeah. Um, Rafkin. I definitely like this character and I think one thing that I you know, i when I do get to see some of these movies with my wife and I'll I'll ask her stuff or I'll look over to her and I'll be like, you know, this is all fictional, but if someone really had that gift, they probably might end up like Rafkin in this film where he like needs drugs to try to function because it's difficult probably to function as a person. If you could see things like that, you know, if you believe yeah. in those things and you, he can see ghosts or he can see, you know, people's past or feel their emotions or their pain and everything they went through, which is, you know, crazy. It would be difficult to function that way and yeah. it, probably better portrayed in the movie, the sixth sense where it's a little more of a serious take on a kid that could see ghosts. Right. Yeah, that's um, true. But it it is like, he he understands what he's doing at the time at the same time he does have guilt for doing it but he can't maybe afford to get these drugs himself so that's kind of where cyrus uh, has him. that's true uh, yeah. you know to help him get the ghosts and stuff um, yeah but his growth as a character is awesome to see in the movie because yeah at the end he's like you know i think he tells his arthur you know just go to your family right yeah uh, and that's of the push the nudge arthur needed because arthur throughout yeah he's he's dealing with a lot throughout the movie yeah trying to deal with his family uh and his uh nanny or you know maid or i don't know what rodiga is in the movie but yeah she's uh she's just kind of hanging out (laughs) yeah (laughs) he's like why don't you let her cook that's what we pay her for and then they're like have you had her cooking
0: Yeah, yeah, she definitely has some uh, some spunk to her, you know. She's she's pretty she's pretty funny, and she's got like uh, she gets all scared and stuff with the ghost too. But yeah, she, in my opinion, she's like the most reactive when it comes to like the lines and stuff. So it's cool to comedy, uh, be you know, be introduced by her like with all this like crazy seriousness stuff. So, um, what do you think about the the aspect? Because I mean, like that's the thing like you have this contrast of these characters. Uh, like the character, like but the ghosts, and they're scary and they chase, you know, and then they're actually able to hurt. They're actually able to hurt some of the, some of the the characters in the movie, and that's because like they're like they're not being pushed back or bound uh, by the spell, right? That's why there's like writing all over the glass and stuff like that. So they're able to kind mm-hmm. of affect like the the characters. But what did you think when the mom uh, came back or like was? You know she was the ghost but she confronted uh her husband like what do you think about that
1: i think it was a powerful moment in that movie uh you know and at the same time it's probably difficult still to see because there's Mm. much emotions that arthur is feeling you know for the loss of her and that he doesn't want her to leave but she has to leave you know yeah um but it's like that bond you you see the moment there and he he has to try to accept what's happening and realize that you know he still has his family that's depending on him it's true um which is something else that's kind of crazy is throughout the film really you don't see like you don't see a lot of chan elizabeth and her little brother in the movie uh really um you don't see a lot of rod digger she just Pops up somewhere somehow at the end and saves the day.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah,
1: which is funny to me. Um, but I think yeah, I think that moment that his wife shows up and kind of gives him, you know, the okay, like it's it's okay to move on.
0: You know. Yeah, yeah. And and from the from the looks of it, she's the only like non-violent one, right?
1: Correct. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah. Is that? I mean, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting how. I mean, I'm sure that's intentional, but it's just interesting that she's, like, the only nonviolent one. I mean, it just seems like she'd be upset yeah. about something. I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: you know, something I never thought about is, do you think, this is a question of mine, do you think that Cyrus is the one that set the fire to kill his wife? Oh,
0: shit. Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I wouldn't put it past him because he's he's so it's like he says he goes you know um, for in order to be greater to have greatness you need to make a sacrifice or whatever something like that and mm-hmm. at this point like you know he probably wasn't gonna wait for some unfortunate you know circumstance to just kind of take this person away yeah I would I would definitely definitely say that it's definitely possible yeah yeah, yeah. that's a good really, that's a good question that's a really good observation too
1: yeah oh, I mean I was just wondering, like yo this dude did everything like he, yeah. he probably done' did that too which is really yeah. messed up because I was like, man, he's not well, care. This is fat. Even this is, his, this is his family. And he doesn't yeah.
0: Care. Well, the other thing too, is really interesting. Is, like if we rode, then that would mean that, you know, he planned it and then he, you know, then he wanted Arthur back. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like he, he gave them a house, but you know, when you first watch the movie, you're like, Oh my God, like, here's Cyrus and he seems like a, an evil dude or just a dude who's like out for his own agenda and he gives his cousin, right? It's his cousin, right? Yeah, it's his nephew. OK, it's his nephew. Yeah. He gives him this house. But like, it seems like he already knows that, like the life passed and, you know, and so it's just kind of like, how much did he plan? How far back did he plan all this stuff? Yeah. And then, and for 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 what really like that's kind of the, that's kind of the <laughs> weird thing. It's like, for, for what reason did you like do all this? So I don't know. I just I just don't get it. Like, why did the fam? Why did Arthur have to be involved? You know, in, in my opinion, like did did Arthur, uh, did Cyrus want Arthur to know that he killed his wife or that he? You know what I mean? Um,
1: that, I mean, yeah. That is our our glaring omission in this film is the why like we're going to be up with the why. Yeah. <laughs> why Cybers
0: why? Like Yeah. And and the know, only yeah, the only thing I feel like we even attempt to hint at that or uh, attempt to kind of try to solve that why is when Arthur is like in that room and he sees his kids and those there's the spinning rings and everything mm-hmm. and then he's like you know, he counts all the ghosts and everything and he's like but the but they mentioned something about the 13th ghost and then that's when he sees Cyrus and then he gets mm-hmm. upset. So is he upset because he realizes that like you killed my wife type of thing, or is it upset because like, I don't know, like, Hey, you planned shit and you brought me back here. I, I don't know. It was just, it's just kind of weird. That's the one that was like, for me, that was a confusing moment. Cause I didn't know what to, what to think at that point for Arthur. At yeah. Least.
1: Well, we, we didn't mention probably through all of this is the one and I was kind of waiting because this is kind of a factoid, of, like interesting fact, is the one thing that this film and the original film do share. And it's the only thing that they keep is the glasses. So in the original wow. 1960 film, you needed the glasses to see the ghosts. Same thing yeah. in this film. They wear like these special glasses. Yeah. And at that moment, it, the climactic moment at the end, towards the end of the film, oh. Arthur's wearing the glasses and he looks to his right and he sees his uncle who's supposed to be dead. You're right. Uh, That's what it is. Okay. So he's like, then he kind of, he's like, he's counting all the ghosts and is like, needs the 13 ghosts. And then he's thinking, well, Karina told me I had to sacrifice myself, but then why am I seeing my uncle over here? So then he pulls down the glasses and he still sees his uncle and he's yeah. like, okay, so now I can punch this dude in the face because, you know, he got me here trapped. And okay, <laughs> this is all his land. Probably, probably like, like you said, the best thing that I could think of was he realized at that moment that this was all his uncle's uh, scheme, you know, his yeah. master plan.
0: Wow. No, that's exactly what it is. And I completely missed that. I I, uh, I, was not present that game. I mean, like whatever movie <laughs> you watched. <laughs> no, it's first, a, maybe because I was the first time just, you saw it. Yeah. But I was also kind of eating a, a quarter pounder, you know, and just <laughs> maybe I was just really concentrated on that. And I was like, mm, and I'm, I'm like, confused i'm like what what why why is he so angry all of a sudden i was like i'm like all right let's just keep going but that makes total sense yeah because like i do remember him like taking off the glasses i'm like he's taking them off very slowly and then it just Mm. never occurred to me like oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. okay that makes sense
1: so a couple of things uh real quick just uh some interesting little factoids um about the movie um the special effects and sound mixing were so elaborate in the film that people claimed that the movie was physically painful to sit through. What do you think about that?
0: Wait, like the, the so like yeah, the makeup was like so elaborate and like detailed. Really? Is that what they're saying? That,
1: th- maybe that and the sounds, I guess the sound mixing in the movie.
0: Oh, OK, I will say this. Like I watched part of the movie like on my TV and I drove over to uh, on like a device and then i put my headphones on and like the sound mixing is really good like if you have mm-hmm. good surround sound and stuff like the sound effects are like really clear and especially like when the ghosts are like going after the characters so i could see that like especially if you accentuate that in a theater you know yeah like, it could be very detailed and i could see how people would be scared because there, there was a lot of mm. sparks in this movie do you notice that there's a lot of and a lot of cutting away and a lot of uh, yeah. You know, it's it was it was an interesting uh, way to kind of uh, portray the ghosts.
1: The writing etched on one of the walls in the glass house translates to read the Lord's
0: Prayer. Oh snap! Mm-hmm. Look at that! And earlier, you quoted scripture. Look at that! Isn't that interesting? Nice. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs>
1: the budget opening weekend box office gross of the film are virtually identical. Within a million dollars to that of House on Haunted Hill from 1999, which almost opened exactly two years earlier. And both films were adapted. Stories written by Rob White, like this one. And it is very uh, similar. I will say that, like, the feel of House on Haunted Hill Uh on this film, they kind of have a similar vibe where it's not so much scary, but they kind of lean into something happened before. You're in, you know, isolated in a house. Mm. Uh, I guess, kind of your classic ghost story, uh, you could say, uh, from okay. back in the day. Kind of modernized for the late 90s, early 2000s. So Right. Okay. In the original 13 Ghosts from 1960, the nephew who inherited the mansion was Cyrus Zorba. In, the, in this movie, the uncle who left his mansion to his nephew is Cyrus Criticos.
0: Oh. So they flipped the script a little bit. Flipping the script. Fun fact there. Yep. Eh?
1: one of the deaths we didn't mention was Kalina's death uh, when she gets crushed
0: by those two real oh slow yeah that's Arthur again Yeah, pretty bad Yeah.
1: Um, I guess originally uh, it was supposed to be a lot gorier her like you know her eyes were supposed to pop out of her head and yeah. brains were supposed to go everywhere and uh, they had to cut it because uh, if they would have kept it in it would have made the film NC-17
0: wow that bad huh yeah Definitely. Dang. <laughs> that was pretty gruesome then. Pretty bad, yeah.
1: Alright. Uh well, let me take us back to the future.
0: If we could somehow harness this light, channel it into the flux capacitor, it just might work. We're sending you back to the future. Okay, alright, 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 alright.
1: Yeah, so we're back. Um We is back. Any modern ghost stories like this? Anything similar that you can think of?
0: Let's see. The man thinketh um, and also doesn't watch a lot of scary movies. So I don't know. It's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, A Christmas Carol. (laughs) (laughs) Christmas Carol. There's three ghosts in there. We need some more. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I can't think of uh, anything else that's like kind of like this. I mean, well, you mentioned like uh, House on Haunted Hill, but I've never even seen that one. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, I can't can't think of anything. That's
1: that's a little similar. House on Haunted Hill. There's a lot of ghosts in that one. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is anything kind of exactly like this because a lot of it is kind of mm, i almost want to say actiony in a way. Yeah. Right. Like the moments, like where they're trying to get through the house and run, and yeah. this house is just constantly changing around them. So, mm-hmm. what about uh, what about the frighteners? I was thinking about that too. Yeah,
0: it's a, there's a little bit of that in there. There's just a little bit the in commu- there, yeah, yeah. The communication of the ghosts. I mean, obviously the frighteners are a little bit more. It's a lot funnier. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like there's a little bit of that in there. So,
1: yeah, I thought about that too. Uh, Frighteners. Um, uh the haunting is kind of like that uh yeah it's also 1999 around there um but there's yeah there's not not a lot like this because like i said it's, it has a little more action elements to it I, I guess you could say kind of i wouldn't say ghostbusters like to that level because there's more different creatures in ghostbusters you know mm. and it's more comedy um this is meant to be i feel like it is meant to be a horror movie but there's like i said action elements in it
0: yeah um, with a nice message at the end too do you know what the message is what's the message i don't know i'm asking you I'm like, <laughs> like i'm just trying to figure out like it because um like, they're like we want to message but we also want to leave you with this little gift here
1: there's always a little gift at the end which is uh family it's always first so family first there you go at the end you have to be there for your family uh, no matter what tragedies you go through, that's 13 ghosts. ghosts. And uh, that's uh, what Arthur had to do, I guess you could say.
0: Messages, um, you have to jump real high in order to get. <laughs> and time it hard. right. Like you're playing, you know, a Nintendo yeah. game or something. True. And <laughs> I, I was He's like, because like, like, then he like, yeah, he like. leaned. Uh, I would have like been doing one of these on camera. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, like you're trying like like, uh, like jumping rope when you're trying to go into like, it's like. The double dutch, yeah. And you're uh-huh. just like, you know, kind of going back and forth. he
1: He didn't even do that or did he did he do that i was like did he?
0: no no it was if there was one thing that was used a lot in these in these movies it was like the slow motion a slow motion in this movie like with the ghosts Mm -hmm. disappearing attacking you know um and you know i if there was one thing i would like to know about this movie it's like um how like how difficult was it to film because you know if you think about it all this this whole all these walls are just glass and so like you know what I mean? So, when you like mm-hmm. shoot one way, you kind of have to, and then you're switching characters or switching cameras, you have to like differentiate, like, hey, we're kind of switching this, you know, we're, we're switching scenes here, not switching scenes, but just switching angles. And um, mm. so, yeah, it was just one of those things where it'd be interesting. I wish I could hear like the commentary to see like how that would be like, that's difficult because mm-hmm. like everything looks the same. That makes, you know what I mean? Like everything just looks the yeah. same. Uh, and also, too, they seem like really small corridors, <clears throat> you know? So, like, the, the camera being there and, uh, like, you know, I, I wonder if people who were, like, claustrophobic were scared of this movie and chased, you know? Like, I, that's Dude. the only thing I can think of is that people were like, oh, my God, I would hate to be in such a small, cramped space. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I, I would have freaked out, too.
1: It's... um It would have been cool, though, to see that set. I just really wonder yeah. how they... Like, how big of a soundstage that was to put that all together. Yeah. And personally... If I was shooting that movie, like, I would have loved to see some top-down views while they're, like, traveling through. Ah, the
0: house. that's actually a really good point. Like, while it was
1: shifting, it would probably look really cool, like, if they did something like that. But,
0: yeah. Because I, I think I thought it was. Yeah. Because I think the only top-down view was, like, the 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 like the rings with, like, the different logos for the different yeah. ghosts. But yeah. you're right. Like, if they were, like, running, like, through the hallways or whatever, like, the corridors, it would have been cool to see that. Yeah. Different different point of view. So. Okay. Yeah. And then they um, blow the shit out of it. You know? And then it's like, <laughs> all right, nice set. Let's, let's shit out of this thing. Can't gorgeous. even sell the house
1: and get some money, dick. For real. Uh, this was, like, I, that's one of my gripes. Like, at the end of the movie, why did no one go back and get that money that was right by the lawyer? Like, come on, get something out of this. Right? This tragedy. Uh, no. Oh, you want to know why?
0: family first, family first. <laughs>
1: yeah you gotta get out the house no amount of money is uh, worth it
0: that's true man yeah yeah i guess yeah
1: um all right so some other ghost movies that you might like if you like 13 ghosts um i kind of got a couple um that i wanted to mention real quick before we run into our next segment but uh yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a movie called stay alive uh if you like 13 ghosts you probably would like stay alive um it is uh, 2006. Supernatural. It's described as a supernatural slasher. Uh, some teenagers decide to pass idle time by playing an online video game that has a horror theme. Uh, but the character in the game ends up coming, out, you know, into real the real world and killing the players of the game. So wow. uh, it definitely has a similar feel uh, to 13 Ghosts. I would say, like how we were talking about, is there anything kind of like it? There's nothing like it because it's it's just different. They really don't make movies like that anymore where it's kind of action horror which is kind of you know interesting because like blade i guess you could say which we talked about last week is kind of a little bit actiony horror too yeah Um, but it has a different obviously vampires different than ghosts uh supernatural but yeah if you like if you like 13 ghosts you would probably like stay alive uh dead silence is another one that's pretty good Uh, you might like that uh that's the james wan film where some uh, has a mythology behind it uh and a lot of creepy dolls and one other one I would say that is similar to this, uh, with ghosts, but is actually really scary is a movie called Session Nine. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Mm-mm, no, uh, it's basically about uh, some guys that are refurbishing an old asylum and uh, how they slowly start, you know, losing their minds in there, uh, you know, experiencing some supernatural events. So that one's pretty good. If you ever get to see it check that out the other movies we did have uh that we surveyed i think we're all decent choices as well which were uh poltergeist uh which is more ghost stories original 1982 Candyman, we mentioned a little bit earlier uh it's a pretty creepy take and just a good movie all around would you say so oscar
0: yes i definitely say so <laughs> <laughs> And
1: uh probably the scariest, more modern uh, universe of ghost movies is the Conjuring films and uh, the Insidious films. Uh, yeah. Those are all pretty creepy, pretty scary, and more for, I think, the ambiance that they bring. That's what keeps people coming back to that universe of films.
0: So, yeah, I remember I told Scott, I was like, he's like, wait, 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 wait. You don't watch scary movies? I was like, no. And he's like, uh so you never seen the conjuring i was like no i won't see that stuff he's like dude those are like the best ones i was like no, i don't think i'll watch those but yeah i've heard they're good but i don't think i'll watch them so sorry scott but yeah this is uh this is our
1: ghosts our ghost story for this episode which was 13 ghosts now we have to run into uh our next segment which is the recast
0: the can's upside down. Uh, don't talk to me like a child. I played Hamlet at Cambridge. Once again, you've ruined my concentration. Excuse me. Excuse me. What's, what's my motivation? You're casting a movie? Trust one of us, not some actor. That's it. I am going to my trailer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Takes me back to like, watching like, TV in my parents' like, living room and stuff.
1: <laughs> All right, real quick. <laughs> Who would you cast if they were remaking this? as uh arthur Criticos,
0: uh you know this was actually a tough this was a tough recast for me uh i don't i couldn't think of anyone that came to mind because a lot of times my recast is like who do these people look alike
1: first mm. and foremost that's kind of the way i see it i
0: yeah so i couldn't I couldn't figure out like who who looks like uh tony and i couldn't figure that one out um but i'm also like thinking like what what is he like you know like he's been in monk um, and then I know he was in the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. I'm trying to think of like wh- who who else is like that, and I I just I couldn't I couldn't uh, put a name to it. Did you get Did you uh, pick one for Tony Shaloub?
1: Uh, yeah, I totally went uh, with someone else. Completely looks different. I went with uh, Nicholas. His name is Nicholas coaster Waldo. He's in. Oh. Uh, he came out in the show Game of Thrones. He, he's known as Jamie Lannister.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, okay. I've not seen. G O T.
1: Yeah, um but he's a good actor, man. I would totally put him in that role. I feel like he could play a good, uh you know, grieving dad.
0: oh okay, I can see that. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see who else. Then who else would be like a who else has been like a grieving dad? um uh, The Rock. Did he ever do like a grieving <laughs> dad role? Like
1: I don't know. He wouldn't even
0: fit through the corridors. They'd have to. Nah, look man.
1: The he wouldn't be scared of those ghosts. He'd be probably, you know, trying to do a rock it's bottom true. on the hammer over here.
0: He's like, yeah. He goes, we don't need we don't need to write on the wall. You know. <laughs> he just like knocks them all out.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. Alright. Who who would you cast as uh as Kathy Criticos, Shannon Elizabeth's character?
0: Uh I would choose um she's from Big Bang Theory. What's her name? Kaylee Kuoko or
1: Oh okay. Kaylee yeah. Cuoco?
0: Yeah. All right. That's why I would go with. A little old yeah. to be the daughter, but <laughs> hey,
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. You know. <laughs> okay, okay. I probably would go with. She came out in Bumblebee, the Transformers
0: movie. Oh, like the like the main lead? Yes. Oh, I can't uh, remember her name, but yeah, I know who you're talking about.
1: Uh, Haley Steinfeld. She's coming out in the new um, Hawkeye TV show. Ah, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I probably cast her in that role. I can see as, that. Uh, as the daughter uh, Kathy Criticos. Yes. This is a big one man. Who would you cast as uh, Cyrus Criticos?
0: <sighs> That's tough man. Cuz like I just want to I just want uh, <laughs> to <wanna> see CW I just want to see CW, but he would be so much nicer as cuz CW is like kind of like a you mm-hmm. uh, know he's he's selfish but he's not he's not a jerk like like Cyrus is. Um I'm just thinking. I'm trying to think of like who who would be like. Ooh, I got a good one. Oh yeah, all right. Who was it? Christoph Waltz. Oh yeah, he was from *Inglorious Bastards*, right? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, okay.
0: That's actually really good. That that actually Him? makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, yeah. If he's too much, then maybe I can get Ben Kingsley.
0: <laughs> Ooh. I, you know what? I, I I feel like they both have this. I think what I like about Cyrus, or you know. Uh the way that he's portrayed is like he's like a little like loud. And I just feel yeah. that I, I mean I feel like Ben Kinsley could get loud, but he just he seems a little bit more of a subtle, more subtler like uh he's just a little more subtle when he's like a villain. So but still it's a good choice. All
1: right. Who would you
0: cast as Matthew Lillard's Dennis Rafkin? Oh man. That's a tough one too. I couldn't I couldn't find I couldn't think of anyone for that one. I'm trying to like think. Oh yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't think it I don't know why I thought like Matthew Perry, uh-huh. but it's just oh uh-huh. but I mean, <laughs> <too older. laughs> Matthew Perry comes to mind for some reason. Yeah, okay.
1: Matthew Perry. Trying to think who could do you know, maybe um Bill Hader? Yeah. Actually, you know what?
0: That's a like a really good yeah, it's a good recast right there. Yeah. Cause I feel like Bill Hader, he's he's obviously he's got the comedy, but then he could do some pretty serious stuff in my opinion. And so he kind of would jump back and forth between like being a little bit like erratic, but then kind of focusing in and having Mm -hmm. to like share something important from his character, you know? Okay, that's a good one. That's a really good one.
1: All right. Really the only other
0: character,
1: I think maybe Kalina's character. That would be another one to cast. Like who would be the shady lady that's supposedly helping Arthur, but not really helping him. Shady lady. Uh, what's
0: her name she was in uh she was like the lead in scream what was her name
1: uh nev Campbell
0: yeah I'm gonna go with an oh, okay. <laughs> yeah well
1: yeah.
0: you know that 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 fits oh that fits yeah yeah okay are you gonna mm. are you gonna recast uh rod digger as Maggie Maggie, as Maggie. <laughs> i mean do you have any ideas
1: um rod digger who would I cast? Who, you know, they put like Nicki Minaj in that role or something. That's who I think. I was like, what... yeah,
0: Nicki Minaj would be really funny in that movie, man. She'd... Yeah, yeah the best lines, you know. I am
1: not getting paid enough for this shit. That's <laughs> what <So> she
0: said <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs>
1: probably, yeah. And she probably meant it like for real. Like for this role, I'm not getting paid enough.
0: Yeah. All right, yeah, cool, man.
1: Yeah, for sure, man. That's a that's pretty good recasting. Um,
0: what did you think overall? Would you recommend it? Um, honestly i i would say like you can pass on this one to be honest like personally mm-hmm. for me i think it's just because of the even though there is a little bit of a, a mystery behind the story like i just mm-hmm. feel like the the payoff uh isn't isn't that great um but if you're into like practical effects and you know um cheesy one-liners and and like a decent like i said decent mystery uh behind the, like the story then i think yeah check it out but in my opinion like i would if someone told me hey Recommend me like a decent, you know, be like, well, you can watch this, but don't watch 13 Ghosts for these reasons uh, or whatever. So, okay. uh, so yeah, cool. I would say like, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it, it's not a high recommendation for me. Okay, cool. What about you? What do you, what do you, I mean, I know you said you like uh, the film, but
1: yeah, I, I, to me, this is don't go into watching 13 Ghosts thinking it's going to be the like best ghost horror movie ever. Correct. It's, it's not. Yeah. But it's fun. I'll say it's a fun movie and it's just something that they don't do anymore uh to this extent um and i would say this is a film that if you're having a halloween party you having guests over uh mm-hmm. you could probably have it you know running in the background and you know every once in a while someone will catch something cool on the screen like some different kind of ghost different character that's the cool thing about this movie so it's just got cool characters like oscar said the practical effects the makeup uh the way they put these these things together that's probably the coolest part of this film and it's kind of makes sense because the director worked at ilm for a long time so yeah. it comes from a special effects background so um it's cool for that reason and i would recommend it and like i said i've seen worse stories and characters get franchises and i don't i still don't know why this one doesn't have it. so mm. I, I totally think uh, it, that could happen somewhere down the line definitely
0: okay there you go right. and that bout does it y'all about does it, y'all 13 Ghosts. that was a hell of a movie man well, oh, God damn, just one. Yes, going real high there, man. Going real high. There. <laughs> I'm right there. i there.
1: Trying know to do my Charlie like. Day. I'm trying to do my Charlie Day. Oh,
0: I'm <laughs> You know what? He,
1: he gets so high sometimes. <laughs> it's funny as hell, dude. Oh All right, <laughs> that's so true. That is so true. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's always hey, shout out. to It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, sir.
1: And that's the end of this episode, everybody. Again, I got to give a shout out to the OG for coming on and talking 13 Ghosts with me. And thank you again to all our listeners. And to make sure to follow us on social media. We're always putting updates of uh, what we're recording on there uh, or what we might be having uh, coming up. And also just shouting out some news and little details of uh, some of the things that we're into. So follow us at the No. 15 allcast on Twitter and Instagram and also on Facebook and for everybody else on the show this is your boy 7c signing off saying peace out and god bless do not move no
0: matter what happens do not move